You are cordially invited to the manor in the woods, where an evening of discussion is being held by the O'Brien siblings. Catherine, the encyclopedia, Carolyn, the bookworm, Madeline, the wild card, and Mackenzie, the eclectic. Join them in the study where there will be talk of murder, robbery, deception, and conveniently cloaked figures. So get cozy, pour yourself a cuppa, and join us for mostly murder. But sometimes not. Howdy, folks. This is an episode of Mostly Murder, but sometimes not, where four siblings talk about their mystery dreams. And this week, uh, we're talking about Lost. And uh, who are you? Who uh, are you? Wrong oh. show. <laughs> I know, but you come on. I'm I'm Katie. I'm Carrie. And I'm Mac. Did I say I was Maddie? I think so. If you didn't, okay. you have now. Well, thrice I am Maddie. And uh, we watched Lost Season 3, Episode 14, Expose. Infamous. <laughs> the Nikki and Paolo episode. So if you are a fan of Lost, you uh, probably know about this. But Lost in general, um, excuse me, Britannica.com defines Lost as a fast-paced, suspenseful, and surreal series about a group of people who survive when their commercial passenger jet, Oceanic Airlines Flight 815, crashes on a remote island in the tropical Pacific. As the survivors work together and attempt to stay alive, they discover many mysteries about the island. It is a place of supernatural wonders and grave perils. Among the oddities and menaces they discover are a mysterious hatch, the occasional appearance of an ominous black smoke, a population referred to as the Others, and bunkers of scientific researchers who appear to have recently occupied the island. End quote. Um, this episode uh, begins when Nikki stumbles out of the jungle saying something incomprehensible. She dies in front of Hurley and Sawyer who begin to investigate. We learn that Nikki and Paolo worked together on the outside to kill and rob Howie Zuckerman and steal a Russian, or sorry, it's a Russian doll, but I recently realized that's called a matryoshka, uh, matryoshka doll. Is that how you say it? Yes. Matryoshka? I always said matryoshka. Matryoshka. Matryoshka doll. Your pronunciation is um, matrocious. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and so is your humor. Rude. Uh, they were on flight 815 to return to Nikki's home, L.A. While on the island, they searched for their bag with the Matryoshka doll in the wreckage. Uh, and the wreckage turned throughout the jungle when the plane broke apart. Paolo finds the bag, but hides it from Nikki, thinking that it was only the only reason Nikki wanted to be with him. We see Nikki and Paolo interact with the more familiar characters in various scenes, including when Paolo hides the Matryoshka doll and later uh, retrieves it and removes a velvet bag of diamonds from it to conceal on his person. Nikki finds out Paolo found the, uh, found the bag but hid it from her, prompting her to try unsuccessfully to get a gun from Sawyer. 
she takes Paolo into the jungle and throws a spider on him. She reveals the spider's bite <laughs> causes eight hours of paralysis where the victim appears dead. As Paolo confesses his reason for hiding the bag, Nikki is also bitten by the same species of spider. We see her run to Sawyer and Hurley, but this time we clearly hear her say, I'm paralyzed. The show ends as the other characters hold a funeral and bury Nikki and Paolo alive with the scattered diamonds over them. Dun dun dun! <gasps> And a little background. Um, so Lost went from 2004 to 2010. And during the, the writer's strike, um, they kind of stretched out a few episodes. And this was one of them. <laughs> um, and it was also kind of created as a response to fans uh, asking, what are the other survivors doing? Why is it only about these 15 and not the rest of the other, you know, it's 72 um, survivors total from the plane crash um, and so this is kind of in response to that uh, also uh, David Lindelof acknowledged that Lindelof? Damon Lindel Lindelof Damon, Damon Lindelof I, I wrote that name down from memory so sorry nice um, <laughs> David Lindelof is pretty close okay cool um from memory of like something I read today, so please don't give me that oh. much credit. <laughs> I was like, Maddie, I'm very impressed with you. Um, you shouldn't. Uh, so he acknowledged they were universally despised. Um, they kind of showed up in previous episodes whining about not being included. And then when they were included, they were kind of annoying and sarcastic. And they were too pretty and too boring. So <laughs> nobody liked them. And they were supposed to, I guess, have a uh, more kind of drawn out kind of integration and explanation of their backstory. Uh -huh. um, but they were so hated, and they were like, killed. they killed them in one episode. <laughs> and they killed them in a very mean way. So. Right? Yeah. I remember watching yeah. this like the for the first time and being like, wow, that really super sucks like wow. they were they were so close you know the the shovel full of sand falling upon her just as she regains movement of her eyelids but nothing else she's Ugh. got to watch all the sand cover her as she is i mean they ready basically to probably starve to death right they don't starve they to death they suffocate yeah oh yeah god yeah uh, I remember what is your that. experience with Lost, all of y'all? Well, I watched it from the very beginning because it had Dominic Monaghan in it. And since this was 2004, uh. I was deep in my Lord of the Rings obsession. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I watched it religiously, but I continually i mean like i've I've seen the whole thing but i know for like the first four i think for the first four seasons i was like on it and then i kind of fell off i'm raising my hand but you can't tell no which is gonna no. be fun well carrie i can tell you you were definitely watching it through season four at least because I was also living in the same house as you 
I remember hearing about this show being made with one of the hobbits and um Matthew Fox from Party of Five and that it was like at the time the most expensive pilot ever made because of like it's in Hawaii, there's a big plane crash, it was two hours, like all this kind of stuff. They literally destroy a plane. Yeah. Like yeah. truly. And I remember we watched it. Literally, it was like a big premiere and a big thing. And then I started college. And so during season three, because of the writer's strike and because they didn't have an end like date, they were stretching out the story and whatever. And I fell away because I was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> it was the episode with Jack's tattoos that I was like, no, we did not need a full episode about the history of his one tattoo. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. So, but then, should we just say there's going to be lost spoilers for the whole series? FYI, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end of season three, that's the one with the flash forward that, like, flipped the script. Yeah. And then during season four is when the writers got, a, like, okay, you're going to have six seasons, so write the rest of the st- the story up to, like, six, you know? For, yeah. So they had timeline. an end. They had a timeline to work with. So during season four, Carrie, is when you told me you have to catch up because it just totally like flipped everything and you were so excited. <laughs> but then I kept watching it and season four is the one with the freighter, which I found very, a very boring storyline, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't really like, I think that was my least favorite storyline. I feel like I liked Nikki and Paolo and the tattoos more than I liked the weird freighter. Yeah. I liked the Nikki I don't and Paolo thing. The freight, that's the thing. So like Carrie, I was kind of randomly reading through some of the plot lines and mysteries and all the freighter stuff and the Charles Widmore stuff. I was like, I was okay with Charles Widmore, but the freighter, I was like, get over yourself. I think I just hate mercenaries, to be honest. Yeah. I like anyway, the Mac. helicopter oh, sorry. guy, though. Yeah, he was cool. We kind of, um, Mac, you, yeah, go ahead. The... The scenes that I remember you guys freaking out about the most Wait, were... You've watched the whole show, though, by now, correct? Yeah, the whole thing. Okay, okay, okay. There were two scenes that I remember you guys freaked out about the most when we were watching this. Because, naturally, when you're a younger brother and your older sisters are freaking the fuck out about things, and, like, that's their night with the TV, you're somewhat interested in what's going on. And those two were, there was a point in the show when Charlie was kidnapped and he had like a bunch of bandages around his fingers with the uh, letters for the word fate, I think. And as Mm -hmm. he was being walked through the jungle, he kept like releasing them from his finger just to kind of like leave a breadcrumb trail. Oh, yeah. And I remember being in the basement of the old house when they came upon Charlie hanging and Carrie called her friend in the middle of it to freak out. I did? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You, I, I remember don't... this. We were all in the basement. Red carpet. Tube television. We were watching the TV. Charlie was hanging up there. You were freaking out because you were like, oh my god, I love Charlie. And then, when they brought him back, like, through CPR, you were still freaking out what nowadays would be known as in media res with your friend from across town. I, don't I know. remember it differently. I don't know what in media res means. 
You know, now that I think about it, I don't think I know <laughs> what the Wow. Look who's All right. trying to be Called smart out. with his And obviously vocab. the next one and obviously the next one is not Penny's boat. I don't Ooh. remember freaking out about that one as much. I remember too. freaking out when Charlie was hung. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hey. that. Yeah. You were screaming. But I feel in the like I was I was sitting on that step stool we had in the office because I think we had to watch it in the office on that really small TV. Well, because I think for a little bit, wasn't it on the same time as something else that like, no, it couldn't have been on the same time as ER. Was ER, ER was still going though. I don't know. Probably. But I feel like we had to watch it in the office. I definitely remember watching the pilot in the basement because of the red carpet that was down there. Maybe you got annoyed with me talking to somebody on the phone and was like, I'm just going to go watch this upstairs in the office. You know what else? That sounds likely to. Dad at least watched the first season, so he might have been watching it upstairs while we were watching it downstairs. Maybe. You know? I don't know. It might have been on in two TVs in the house. Both TVs that we had. I do remember that tiny ass TV. That's where I used to watch Arrested Development. That's where I would watch Project Runway. Oh my god, yes. So great. But anyway, so what do you guys think of this episode? What are your opinions? I think it was interesting because watching it, like, I knew that they were weaving in so many threads that if I had been watching this, like, concurrently, like, in, like... With the rest of the season? Yeah, like, while watching the rest of the show, I would have been like, oh, this, 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 but no, nothing. Like, it was just, like, lost threads of a web that are just waving in the wind. It was like, it was like those, like, the weaker entries in the Star Wars canon where it's like... Don't you guys get it? They're looking at an X-Wing, but they don't know what it is. With this one, it's like, oh, uh, you mean when they found the smuggler's plane and that one hatch in the ground? Huh? Remember those? I actually, Carrie, I see your point because it was like, if you don't know the rest of the canon, then you don't get why it's funny that he doesn't want to climb up to the plane you don't get the whole thing with the hat because like that's where boone died yeah what you know you don't get why him finding the pearl and overhearing ben and juliet talking means anything see i knew that these things all meant stuff but i forgot what they all meant exactly so it was just it was like reading one of those like serialized adventure novels but like the middle one where it's like why the fuck? Why is this important? You're acting like that watermelon's an inside joke, but I don't know what it means. I feel like Katie and I have seen it multiple times, so I feel like we were we appreciated it a little bit more, maybe because I remembered, you know, these moments that they were referring to a little bit more than you guys might, because yeah. you guys only watched it when it happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Katie and I watched it again together. And Katie, have you seen it an additional, like, one no. more time? I keep meaning to. I literally. So, Maddie, I was trying to remember when we watched it. I want to say it was, like, 2011 or 12, right? Like. Probably, yeah. It was right it's after. Near, well, maybe 2013. 
it was like a summer that you were home. Oh yeah, because you had you were in college, but you were home for the summer. I think working at the movie theater, and we yeah. decided to rewatch Lost together. And I have been wanting to rewatch Lost ever since then, and I keep meaning to do it in the summers, and then I keep like just doing other stuff. We gotta get lost. But we keep we're like we have to go back. Like we that. have to go back. And I do agree, Maddie, because the only when I was reading the synopsises things, I did start watching Live again around season four. But season five, I think, is my favorite season, other than maybe the first, only because I love time travel and I love the whole like, whatever you happens happened and you can't change the path, you know, that kind of kind of stuff, which season five is all about. I mostly just liked Faraday. <laughs> yeah, but the stuff in season four is the only stuff I have like no memory of, because, like Maddie. I really liked being like, oh, yeah, like, Arts is back and he was dead, and but now he's not, and, like, all that kind of stuff. And see, like, but I don't think you have to know the show to appreciate this as an episode of its own. You know what? I, I don't you? I disagree. No, because this episode was hated by so many people because it felt so different and it didn't really move any of the story along except finding out that charlie is the one who kidnapped son yeah because the nikki and paolo storyline was literally like a twilight zone episode in the middle of a lost episode mac why do you disagree i don't think this is a good piece of media outside the context of lost oh yeah i don't think it's good i just think that it like it exist it can exist on its own like you don't need to know other stuff to understand what's happening in it but i don't like it oh i (laughs) i liked it because i was one of those people that was like i what are the other people doing what's going on you know i i you do get real sick of jack's speeches after a while (laughs) and you get a little bit sick even of sawyer's like back speeches to people about stuff you know what were you saying mac no i'm completely on board i forgot how much i didn't like jack uh, how much i didn't like jack i think jack suffers a little from being whiny the writer's like <laughs> straight white male lead because remember they were gonna kill him in the pilot no i remember oh, yeah. that yeah, the original plan was to introduce Matthew Fox, famous actor for people who were really into early 90s television. And he was going to be like the heroic doctor who helps people. And then he was going to die at the end of the pilot. Honestly, and, then it, and then it was going to be like, what? That would have been for a better show. I, feel. I think yeah. the studio made them keep him. I don't remember. I remember learning at one point what the reason was, but I forget. But I think the studio was like, you can't kill him now. And he did lead to some interesting stuff, but no. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if Kate would have been like the forerunner or Sawyer. I do go if they know what they're doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, he he did end up becoming the caretaker of the whole friggin' island, while Jack died alone with a dog. So maybe not alone. Yeah, they did say when uh, in the Britannica.com 
uh, article that there were 72 passengers, in parentheses, 71 people and one dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I have, a, I have a one dog for my PBS. <laughs> I love <Aww>. <laughs> Something women, something men, and one good boy. One good boy, Vincent! The best boy. I feel like there were a few things that I left out that, you know, are very just small details, but... You know, I feel like made for a richer story, like by tying in things from before, like Arst and, um, you know, Desmond's when they were in the, huh? Like Desmond's visions and stuff? Well, Desmond's visions, and I was thinking more like Boone and Shannon kind of thing. I completely forgot oh, they yeah. existed. Yeah. Like, they, they kind of tied those things in. I feel like it made for a richer story than kind of my synopsis was able to convey. And it gives more credit, I think, to, you know, the quality of the episode. Because they do tie in a lot of things and, you know, make it so... And we get it, a lot of... It gives it context. Yeah, we get a lot of answers. And you know what else I found interesting? That watching this as a separate entity... From watching the whole show as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, it does kind of stress that Nikki and Paolo were extremely selfish because they knew about all this stuff and they didn't tell anyone. That was wild. Okay, right? you crash land on an island and then you find, okay, first of all, another plane just hanging there. Don't tell anyone. Then there's a hatch, hatch. in the jungle. That, yes, in the middle of the jungle, that just goes straight down into the earth. You don't care. You're not curious. Like And Nikki you- kept a spider that can incapacitate their enemies for a long time. I have a problem with that. I feel like it goes with their characters, though. They killed a guy because yeah. they wanted his diamonds. And they didn't want people poking around the jungle where they thought that was the area that, you know, they would find the diamonds in and have somebody else find them first, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like that all goes along with their characters. Maddie. Doesn't yeah. make it... That makes Doesn't so make much them sense. better. Yeah. They're bad people. Yeah, but, like, you don't want to explore it at all? Maybe well, not at that Paolo moment. Paolo did. Eventually. Yeah, Paolo did, and he went down there. He went down there by himself. Oh, was and that that's the when pearl? he saw that Ben and the, Julia. That was yeah. the yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, but it wasn't like in an attempt to learn about it. It was like I just need to find a place that won't get washed away. Well, maybe that's true. he had already. We just didn't see him exploring it the first time, but he knew there was a toilet down there, meaning he knew that he could go hide it there. Meaning, you know, like maybe Maddie. That's such a good point. Well, because I was like, priorities. why wouldn't they tell anyone? And yeah, so that no one goes looking through the jungle. I mean, they, so Paolo wanted to stay with Nikki and Nikki wanted the diamonds. And that was, you know, their two main motivations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel. Do you think I mean, Nikki's... I think Nikki wanted to stay with him too, but she was more motivated by the diamonds because in um, Lostpedia, <laughs> I read that um, they, interpreted her look as paolo was saying you know why he didn't tell her about finding the diamonds 
Um, like he explained that it was because he thought that um, she would leave him if she didn't have like a reason to be, you know, searching with him. Yeah. Uh, and it said that she looked apologetically down at him. Oh. So that's one interpretation. I do. I okay. So you said um, the science teacher's name was Arst. Arts. Arst. Arst. Arts. A R Z. The one Arst. guy I actually remembered. A-R-D-Z-T? Yeah, I, I remember him too. I think it's A-R-Z-T, but um, we'll call him Leslie. Okay. <laughs> I have a big problem with the fact that there exists on this island a species of spider that can bite you and make you appear dead, and yet nobody knows about that fact except for Nikki and Paolo after Leslie gets Close blown up. up by the nitroglycerin. I don't know. Everybody's like, hey, um, I'm just trying to survive. I need fresh water and food but like, and to stay away from like the monster that's like throwing trees in the area or whatever. If there's a possibility that you can be bitten by a spider and buried alive, then I feel like somebody needs to know. Okay. Somebody uh, in charge, like quote unquote in charge. I, I do want to follow up on one small detail. You did mention the monster briefly, and I want to say... There's not usually an option to just say, well, the monster did it in a lot of different mystery. Okay, Scooby-Doo style, maybe you could just be like, oh, well, I guess the monster must have kidnapped them. And that's what like all the dismissive authorities do before the Scooby gang gets in on there. But it's very rare for you to encounter a story where you can legitimately theorize maybe the monster did it. Like, there's never, like... A Japanese, like, detective story where they then also say, hmm, this could be a, a poisoning by his wife or Godzilla. True. To Carrie's point, Mac, I think you bring up the fact that, Carrie, there's more things to worry about on this island. So, like, Can even by the time, alive? even by the time that Arch is collecting all his bugs and stuff. He might have mentioned some stuff to people, but, like, maybe not everyone is interested and maybe they find him boring and weird. Remember, like, that was one of the whole things with that one episode that was, like, about the other others. So, Nikki purposefully went to his tent to be like, hey, what's all this stuff? Because she was, like, trying to get answers from him. Yeah. So maybe no one else took the initiative to ask him about the bugs he's collecting because, hey, there's also monsters and polar bears to worry about. Who cares about this bug guy? I mean, I... I yeah, also I just... the bug guy, like, I feel like in the story was saying, you know, nobody pays attention to me. Nobody cares about me unless I'm one of the main 15 characters. Like, true. That's one of the whole points. Because that's why they made almost a joke of his death. Because remember after he died and Hurley looked, I can't remember, at someone and said, like, You've got some arts on you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that's funny, but that means, like, they're making this character's death a comedic moment. So, I think in the context of the show, three people knew about these spiders, and now three of them are dead. (laughs) Maybe, okay, to answer your question, Maddie, maybe people have been bitten by these spiders, but because nobody listened to arts... They were also assumed to be dead and buried. Ooh. No, Carrie, I think... what were you going to say? 
I just you've been interrupted thrice. Well, because I, I can't wave to you guys. I'm just flabbergasted. Like there are so many things on that island that could kill you. Like you, I've, and they have been there for like what eighty days now. Eighty four. Eighty four days. They're out there for 84 days. They have to have some downtime where they can, like, communicate with each other. Like, I feel like Arts Leslie would have said something. Like, there needs to be, like, a list of things to worry about. And yes, the monster (laughs) and the polar bear are on the top of the list. But there should be paralyzing spiders on that list. You know? So, like... There's, I have then a question. There's a there's a potential that people could be buried alive. That is a thing to be worried about. Right. What's your question? Okay, so my, I have a question then. So, talking about this episode as a mystery, do you think it was then solved too quickly as in these two people die. They died of mysterious things. They cannot find any external indications of why they're dead. Then when they find the diamonds, they just immediately assume they killed each other. But they never tried to figure out how. So do you yeah. think they should have like been like, hey, Jack, like, can you do an autopsy? Can we figure out what's going on? Like, or should they like, I'm just wondering, like, shouldn't they have been a little bit more worried that these two people somehow killed each other? without any indication of how yes i i think this is a good example of these are just shitty detectives all respect all respect to hurley but hurley is a shitty detective yeah sawyer like go ahead max sorry so hurley as a detective found a shoe in a tree came to zero conclusions about it Found two people dead with no marks on them. One of them had their belt unbuckled. That was just not noticed at all. Yeah, I thought about that when I saw yeah, her doing that. did somebody say why are his pants undone? Oh, oh you, somebody yeah, did yeah. mention that. I think Charlie did. And I think Hurley also said, why is this shoe in a tree? So I feel like they were, I, I wrote down some clues that they had. So I feel like they were kind of trying to maybe think about clues but they didn't really follow through on any of them. They were asking questions. Well, Sawyer, I think, is an extremely good detective because he has to be as a con man type person, but he doesn't share his, like, detective. So, like, he's the one who saw dirt under the fingernails. She's clearly burying something. She wanted to say something. Like, he's the one who followed the thread, found the diamonds, and then when he was confronted. I think Sawyer's Do you know why? Why? Did you see he was reading an Agatha Christie oh, book? Oh, yes. What? Yes. Damn. Yeah. By the way. So, like, Sawyer in this show is, like, a big reader. And, I completely uh, forgot Sawyer wears glasses. Nikki comes up to him and is like, give me a gun. He's reading an Agatha Christie novel. I couldn't see what it was, but it said Agatha Christie right on the top. Yeah. I think there was a, it was, like, seven dials or something. Like, there's two points in the show because that's one of the reasons we... When we wanted to talk about Lost way back in the day, and we thought about this episode, because Lost is a show full of mysteries and clues and shit for people to put together at home, but they're obviously span the entire series sometimes. But this episode specifically mentioned it was like 
a Christie mystery, of course, like that one episode of Buffy. But it's I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's an actual Christie mystery because it's just someone dies and then they figure out why, but not how or But they don't. Well, the why. They figure well, out yeah, why. Yeah, they get the why. Kind of. Yeah. They get the motive. They get the They don't have the means. Yeah, they don't have the I means. guess they also and got this the who, a... but just not the means. Yeah, I guess they did kind of You know of... what? They did solve it. They just didn't know it was spiders. I mean, <laughs> and they also was... yeah. If this was a crack like case us. card, we wouldn't have let it pass. We would have had to find the spider. I was going to say I feel like this is us playing crack the case <laughs> being like you're missing something about this. Ask yeah, you questions if about we were playing this mystery as crack the case, we'd be <laughs> focusing for half an hour on the shoe. Probably. I oh, know. Yeah, I'd be like, I when it turns out she just shoe. took it off and threw it in a tree. I thought the spider was in the shoe because I remembered about the spiders, but I didn't really remember the details. Same. She just took a, a peanut butter jar and of a spider and, and yeah. threw it on him. Which, yeah, Nikki, by the way, you did remember the eight-hour paralysis thing, but you also didn't remember that the males of the species are incredibly attracted to the female pheromones? Yeah. yeah that is that one of smart. two relevant facts. And if I have to remember the duration of something's venom or the possibility of a swarm of paralyzing spiders, I'd remember the second thing. Yeah. Do you think she had like a a diamond fever thing? Like because Sawyer's right, they're they're useless on the island. Like why That's was not... she so concerned about finding them? Sun said they were useless. Oh, okay. Well, and then I think Sawyer agreed with her too. Yeah, he he but, literally threw um, him on the body. He yeah. literally yeah. he gave up money. Th- think well, they about were, it. I think Sawyer... trying to they were thinking that they were going to rescued still. No, because they're, they, she's burying them on the day, like eighty four days after. Like it's pretty clear they're probably not going to be rescued. They like, don't know. Michael's that. already disappeared right now. They. What all... do you mean she, she's burying them because she knows she's paralyzed and she's like, I got to go get help. And I don't and want I'm anyone be to paralyzed. And if they search me. me, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Carrie said. She doesn't want anyone to know about the diamonds. Still, I. I mean. One when she said to Paolo, like the first few days, the when whatever rescue ship comes, they can't be like, "Oh, let me just go search for these diamonds in this on this island real quick." Like she's really, really banking on having them with her when they get discovered or rescued or whatever. Yeah, and I don't think that she's given up on that. I don't think. I mean, that's why I'm wondering if it's like a psychosis almost. Uh, no, I don't think it's a psychosis. I think it's just complete selfishness, as Maddie has said. I guess at this point, because they've discovered some stations, there might be more of a possibility of rescue, maybe, than if they were just totally alone on an island no human had ever been to. I mean, when when was when they found the French woman's radio setup? Because at that point, they're still believing they're going to get rescued. I think that's a lot of the season one introduces a ton of stuff. So that's the Black Rock. Remember that pirate ship thing is in season one. We don't find out how it got there until like five. The Rousseau thing is like within the first like six episodes, I think. Because she was like, they were like French scientists or something who were stranded there. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely first season. A lot of the bigger 
so the, a lot of the mysteries of Lost that I remember are almost all from the first season. Like yeah. the polar bears, the plane crash, who are the others, the yellow plane, the pirate ship. Even the, wasn't the Egyptian statue like in the first season? Remember they found that foot? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I remember the foot. I don't. The smoke monster. They, I don't know if they found it in the first season, though. Ben Linus. Even well, like the hat, Linus, oh in but like all of that yeah. stuff gets set up in the beginning of the show, and yeah. some of it doesn't pay off until the end, which also makes me know that they didn't intend to have some of this pay off. They just did it because they. Won. In my uh, reading of the Wikipedia episode summaries, I've only gotten up to I think thirteen or fourteen, and the foot has not been mentioned. So maybe it doesn't show up for a while. It could. I don't know. But you know what? Because also, I forgot about one of the biggest mysteries is why can Locke walk the island healed in? That's like a huge thing. Yeah. And they don't really answer it for seasons. Yes, Mac. Uh, Anyway, I brought up the concept of them still thinking that they can get off the island up as a point of saying, I don't think Sawyer would have gotten rid of those diamonds. Just no. to make Sun like him better. He probably went back and dug him up. We specifically know that he didn't because somebody else came back to do that exact same thing later on. What? I forgot. Who did that? Remember the guy who can hear dead people? Miles. Desmond? Yeah, Miles. He oh. went over Paolo and Nikki and he was like, ooh, diamond. <gasps> I forgot about that. I don't. I forgot about so much fucking. I forgot Boone and Shannon existed. I forgot Sun got kidnapped. I forgot the, the that the Australian dude psychic. Yeah, I yeah. forgot he had visions. I forgot about him having visions too. I was. I like, forgot Billy D. Oh, Williams was in this fucking thing. Yeah, we yeah. need yeah. to talk about the beginning of this episode. We need. So they did start the episode in a a show that Nikki. Uh, is a guest star in Expose, which is where they get the title from. And the uh, premise of Expose is two um, uh, sex workers, strippers. I think they're just uh, Are also detectives. And uh, they and this club owner solve mysteries. And in this episode, they find out that the club owner is actually the Cobra... Uh, and uh, he's played by Billy D. Williams. Well, and no. I'm trying to remember what her name. Her he's name is Champagne or something. Playing Corvette. Billy D. Williams. Like Corvette, he's playing himself. Well, he's playing himself like playing on set. Somebody else. But then he is playing. Um, I didn't write that one down actually. But... Her name I think is Corvette. Yeah, I think you're right. Corvette. Yes. That's what I said. Not Champagne. <laughs> Can I mean, we talk about great, Razzle great job, Dazzle? Carrie? Oh, oh yeah! Dazzle. Oh my god, that I was my for- first note. I is forgot. Razzle dazzle, razzle dazzle. That it's like her dazzle. her catchphrase. But she doesn't like, have a catchphrase. She's a guest star. But remember, the Ooh, dude was like, "We can keep you on, dazzle. whatever." Like, yeah, it's because she's sleeping with him. Yeah, that's a, that's a worse one line than like, "I lost my cat." <laughs> razzle dazzle like razzle when you're dazzle. fighting someone and like you want to throw them off their game is that what you'd pick i mean if i, I want to confuse so. my opponent that's probably I what mean, i'd go with 
I hate it. It sounds like a Mabam Bam bit where that's your way to confuse someone. Ba Bam Bam. It's to just be like, Razzle Dazzle. I hate it so much. The Razzle Dazzle like, killer. I love it. Serious. I I loved it because it was just so bad. And I think that's part of it. One of the things I, I was going to mention earlier, but I forgot, is that I do kind of like that. So they made this episode um, as a response to some people going like, what are what is everyone else up to on the island? But she makes the comment that she's just a guest star and nobody cares about guest stars, which I think was yeah. like a tongue in cheek <laughs> like thing. But I also totally disagree with because some of my favorite characters were people who are technically guest stars like um, Rose and um, oh, what's her husband's name? I forgot. Tim? No. <laughs> oh, Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> Duh, Bernard? Rose and Bernard are the best. I have right? to say, I kind of hate that that's the premise. I, okay, I have to say, I did love the act. I, I did like the episode. But the notion of we need a story of just any of these average other passengers, you know, just one of these normal other people. I know. What about a murderous duo of diamond thieves, huh? That sounds like the normal townsfolk we deal with. I think that was fun. It was fun, but still, everybody no is- in this boat, everybody on this plane is like, you're a doctor with a complicated relationship with your father who is there to check out the body. You are like a con man who's got a very strict, intense relationship with his father. You were a, a a paraplegic patient who can walk now that he's on the island and has his faith tested. You're like, and has a complicated relationship with his father. And has a complicated, <laughs> you are like a cursed lotto winner. You are like a former addict and, and musician. Uh, like you are a person who is going to give up this child Everyone is the main character. Everybody, everyone's somewhat interesting. I would have but, loved if this was just a fucking episode where it's like, this is Ted and Diane. He's an accountant and she runs a small town boutique. This is what they do when all the main characters are off doing their bullshit. I mean, I think we have that with Leslie. He is just a normal junior high science teacher. Leslie. I know. And Bernard, he, dis- he discovered 20 new species. And How do you know they're new? Up. Does he know every species? That's what I, I, <laughs> I didn't write a note about it, but I was thinking that, like, how do you know they're new if you don't have any, like, reference books? Do you know every species, Leslie? Come yeah. on. To be fair. Anyway, speaking can... of notes. Yeah. Um, I do think, just to go off of what Max said for a minute, maybe one of the lessons of this show is that if you look a little bit closer at every single person, you'll find... The main character within. We are our special. I had that same thought. Because (laughs) what you you mentioned earlier, they've been there 84 days. There has to be downtime. So I think everyone is finding people to share stories and things with because everyone has had something interesting happen to them, in my opinion. Yeah. To some, like, there's obviously levels of degrees of interesting. Mm-hmm. but that's I life. think yeah if you get to know someone enough they can be a main character in something and you know yes <sighs> yeah it's beautiful Katie yeah. what yeah. are your notes 
<gasps> do you want me to go first? I will I absolutely do that. We have not really talked about the music. And I think we just need to put on record that Michael Giacchino is amazing because the music of mm-hmm. Lost adds so much. And not just the music, but like the way that the sound design works within it of creating like the atmosphere. So mm-hmm. the Even strings, the planks. I was thinking of the the song that Nikki is a stripper to. <laughs> do you think do you think that really contributes so you know much to the atmosphere? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So. It was so it was hardcore two thousands. Just I, like her this hat. episode was aggressively two thousand and seven or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, two thousand and late. Boone's belt and things. <laughs> or, yeah. Stop. I hate you. Speaking of the strip club, I hated it. <laughs> it was just so like male gay. The pride of Saint Paul. <laughs> There's just a different way of like portraying strippers on screen that didn't have to be this. Um I had forgotten Billy D. Williams was in this episode, and so I was very excited to see. I love that Sawyer doesn't know who Nikki and Paolo are. And he goes, who the hell is Nikki? Even though we learn later on that, that he talked to her. Um, Paolo is Carl from Love Actually. But yep. he almost never looks like Carl from Love Actually, which I find very interesting. He's also like one of the various characters in Westworld. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good She show. says... In the beginning, that ashes are evidence, and I thought that was a cool little detective-y nod. Until she touches shit with her bare fingers. But she can. She lives there. You know? She's allowed to have her fingerprints, like bare fingers, on things, because she lives there. (laughs) Maybe even stuff in the safe, because she can just say, like, oh, he, like, put my diamond bracelet in there, or whatever. If... If they even got caught. Like, I don't think... Like, no one knew that the diamonds were missing. Um, yeah, they... The the point about the ashes being evidence was good. But for everything else, they were terrible. Like, they were sitting in the middle of an airport, like, making out after this guy died. And just because you read in a newspaper that people think it was natural causes... Does not mean that is what the police think, you know. That's true. True, but they, they were could allowed be to leave. Putting Australia, that in so. the newspaper. Yeah, but like they're sitting there drinking champagne at an airport. What? Come on. But they were allowed to leave, so maybe by the time they got through security at the airport, they were like, "We're Scott home. We're home free." That's what they think, but that I mean, I've been watching a lot of murder. She wrote that is the exact moment. <laughs> That, like, <laughs> Jessica would, like, wander up and be like, oh, hello. <laughs> That's the moment Columbo would come up and be like, just one more thing before yes, you get exactly. on this plane. Exactly. Like, obviously, they didn't get caught, but that was not smart. They should well, have, like, been separate until they landed in the U.S. Yeah. Um tootin'. I thought it was funny that she... Nikki was looking at Shannon and Boone in the airport and was like, I hope we'll never end up like them. And then they literally end up exactly like them, buried together on the island. Because <laughs> Shannon <laughs> and Boone are buried next to each other. Um, I just, 
that pilot of Lost Man was so chaotic and having some of this, like, remembering when Locke tells that guy not to go in front of the engine and then the engine explodes. It's such a big set piece that is so cool. Yeah. Um, I love Sawyer the detective. I think he's great and smart and I like that he keeps things to himself. We already talked about I'm over Jack's speech. <laughs> Although I did like hearing the if we don't learn to live together, we're going to die alone again. I loved it and I hated it. Yeah, 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 I hate it. I As soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, here we go again. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of is the seventh season of Buffy when she like does those speeches like five times in a row. Oh, yeah. To the point where, like, the uh, the nerd character, when he does his own weird documentary, he mentions, like, this is like a third or fourth one. We have those every week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Legend of the Vampire. Vampire. <laughs> I love Tom Link. Okay. Sawyer um, uses the word jabonis. Love it. <laughs> he has very particular vernacular that is really enjoyable. Um, It's weird that, like, when you're watching this knowing that they're paralyzed because a why do they keep their eyes open that seems creepy to me so creepy i know it's so that by the end we're ho- more horrified but um arts was being a little bit of a creep with nikki i thought but like if Death. she's openly flirting with him then maybe he's not actually he's just responding to that i don't know yeah um I forgot about that they found the plane and the hatch and all that stuff. Um, there was a mystery in this. Like, there were clues that we could follow, but then they showed us the answers right away. So they weren't really investigated. Like, they don't know why they had a walkie-talkie. Um, the dead body in the waterfall was gross, and I forgot that they just left it there, which I don't think they should have, but... Yeah, that's clear water. That's 84 days. You couldn't have, like unlatched the dead person and buried them like just as a sign of respect because jack and kate know it's there what happens if they go down there they try to bring this person up sawyer and kate they get a cut somewhere and then develop an infection and then die they have antibiotics still probably y'all i mean they're i mean sawyer's probably taken them and is going to try to like stash yeah there i guess isn't I willing to do anything super dangerous? I fucking hated Sawyer. I have to say this right off the bat. <gasps> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> he hoarded materials that were necessary for people to live. I don't think he was it's a, in his niche. Amazing, beautiful, great person, but as a char- TV character, he was fascinating to me. Okay, all right. I hate and him I do think he a became a good person once the external circumstances did not th- put him in a corner. Which just goes to show if you offer people support and everyone has, like, food and shelter, most people will not turn to cons. Oh, come on, Katie. This <laughs> isn't the good place. This is Sawyer being a fucking asshole. This is real life. And this stealing things. This is Sawyer saying, it's okay if I steal things because I'm me, but if you take from my stash, I'll kill you. Yeah. He wasn't conning um, to survive, Katie. He was conning for revenge. I know. I just wanted to defend him. Um, I forgot. (laughs) Actually, later I'll just talk about this now. But I forgot about the when he's digging. Of course, he like takes off his shirt and he's being all sexy, like trying to dig a grave. 
Mm. And you're like, ooh, it's a sexy bad boy who also likes to read and wears He's in jeans glasses. no shirt and digging a hole. <laughs> He's digging a hole. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> digging a hole and reading books. Yeah. Um, Kidnapping women, stealing guns. Totally normal. Hoarding <laughs> medical supplies. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, um, I'm sad stop. we only saw Ben when he's like still <laughs> being bad Ben. Um, but again, another story of redemption and how the island changes people. And that, yeah. Um, I like that when I first saw the gum stuff, I thought that him leaving gun be- gum behind would be a clue for the people like sawyer and hurley people but it was a clue for her to realize that he had found the bag yeah that was pretty obvious and not smart of him no i was like dude also why couldn't he just say like oh someone else had gum someone else had nicotine this isn't my one from my bag he could have also Um, if you've gone like 54 days without nicotine i guess i've never been addicted to nicotine so i can't really speak to it but i had the same thought I, yeah, I don't think if you've gone that long without it, I mean, maybe he just wanted to, like, have it in his system again, but then it, like, shocks you. I don't know. Um, Desmond, so mysterious, which made me laugh. Uh, Vincent knows they're still alive. Vincent tries to uncover yes. them. Yes. Yeah. He tries to move the blanket. Vincent so sad. Can tell. Listen to the good boys. Dogs, no. Um, I said fuck yes son because she punched Sawyer in the face and that was amazing Um, I'm just really kind of bummed that they killed each other over diamonds and then they didn't kill each other she killed him and then she killed him and then accidentally died so really poor Paolo and then yeah Yeah. so Hurley and and Sawyer killed them you know what technically Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Wow. I don't know um, why that only kind of occurred to me once you said it. But I know, yeah, I know, they I know. Killed, they killed them. They killed them. <laughs> they killed them. No. I feel My like last... I always thought of it as like the passive, they were buried alive. No, but they were. They killed them. <laughs> they, <laughs> they killed, killed them. them. <laughs> they didn't know they killed them, but they, they killed them. It wasn't yeah, on that's, purpose. That's why my last notes are like, eight hours ago is at the bottom of the screen and you're like oh my god and now they're burying and then my last note is just yikes <laughs> in all capitals big yikes because yep. it does feel like this episode really sticks with you either because you liked it or hated it but it's like when you watch a twilight zone or even like one of the alfred hitchcock presents that has like a weird messed up story they those things stick with you i still think about this whenever i hear about spiders that can kill people every single mm-hmm. time i think about this episode of lost yeah because it's like they were buried alive slash killed by two of the f- most favorite characters of the show <laughs> so those are my notes yeah all right mac europe all right cool europe next up so i I didn't know this was part of a TV show within a TV show, but when I saw Nikki throwing her hat off stage at the strip club, for some weird reason, I was just thinking, I don't think they're allowed to... They need to get those back, right? There's no guarantee that the strip club patrons will give that back. It was a good choice if that would have been the outcome. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, that next. was a terrible hat. Nikki uh, sort of judged Boone for uh, needing a pen right at the beginning, but when she got bitten by the spider, I was like, <laughs> now who needs a pen? Because it would have been so, it, it would have saved her life just to have a pen in her pocket so that she could write paralyzed on her wrist. I think, para- oh yeah, I guess that's true. Because mm. paralysis would go from, I mean, she could do it at the beginning. But I think, like, the last thing to go would have been, like, her face and voice. She had enough yeah. ability to, like, dig a weird hole. Also, right. I feel like if you're paralyzed and not, like, visibly breathing for eight hours, you would also be dead. So, there's that. All right. Next up, uh, I have to say, it's one of my sort of, like, platonic fantasies or like non-sexual fantasies to just be stranded on a tropical island. Why do you I can think just that hasn't thought about that? Yeah, it's 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 like Minecraft but maybe you'll die of disease. See, that's not my fantasy. That's like a oh no. That's you'd be for, I'd be like all right, I know which coconuts have the most milk in them. I've been reading a lot of like uh, that one book about being a stranded time traveler has taught me a lot about what necessary farming is like and foraging. I think I could do okay. I think I could last at least a month alone on a desert island. See, that's my thing is like, A, you have to do literally all of the work for everything. Yeah. And B, if I was stranded on an island, my brain would disintegrate faster than it would right now. <laughs> so Maddie brought up a great point about sepsis. Or was it Carrie? No, that was Carrie. Really? Well, I, they could I think injure I yelled themselves. Sepsis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, my bi- my biggest problem would be mosquitoes. Ugh. But see, Sam's that's mis- the thing. Bugs. Remember, there's no way to get rid of bugs on this island. They're just going to be bugs? on you. Maddie, Unless you cover did, yourself in mud. Did you see that um that thing I sent you on Instagram? Um, which one? There was a a short. I didn't listen to it, but I watched it. There was like a short little video. Oh, the bot fly. Yeah, the bot fly larva. You no. I am a very much no. aware of what bot fly larva no. are. We don't need to get into that. Basically, what I want to do is I want to no. be on a tropical island. You could be bitten by a mosquito, and no. then injected with bot fly larva. No. Or not, I could coat I my like. skin in a thick layer of mud, as people did. As an effective bug repellent way back when. We just talked about how one of my weird squished things is things crawling out of skin. (laughs) We're talking about island life. It's a fact of island life. No, it's not necessarily a fact of island life. Can I? I'm sorry to interrupt your notes, Mac, but I I just want to also point out Mac makes a great point about covering yourself in mud. And one of my biggest pet peeves and everyone's about this island was that everyone was always, like, perfectly shaved. No one had hairy armpits, or no women did. And their legs stayed fine, and their teeth stayed great. Do you, like, Carrie, do you remember, like, what your hands looked like after backpacking? (laughs) Like, all of the dirt in your fingers? Yeah, after two days outside. Yeah, after two days. Nikki having dirt under her fingernails. Yeah, that would have been the norm. Everybody... Okay. Everybody's got dirt on their fingernails. Hypothetically, <laughs> that the, we knew that they had a reliable source of water, and they I all know that the toothbrush packed... thing is probably 
Well, they would have had toothbrushes, and keep in mind, they had the luggage of probably hundreds of people, but only Not 70 hundreds. or so. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Still. But yeah, if I'm stranded on an island, I'm not going to waste my time shaving my armpits. Sorry. Or waste the blades. Like, you might need a sharp blade. I'm going to be hunting down boars and other jungle ungulates so that I can melt down their hooves for glue. (laughs) Ungulates? Ungulates? Hooved animals. Get with the program. Ungulates. Ungulates. Ungulates? Hooved animals, oh horses, gazelles, hoof-hearted, R.I.P. R.I.P. Hoof-hearted. The joke is they had a, a horse in Red Dead Redemption Two. What an incredible ungulate! <laughs> That's what they're called. Stop laughing. I'm laughing at Maddie now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Max. Okay, Max. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, best who ever is, lived. It's one that I I can't believe we haven't gotten to yet, but I think this might have been, if not the first, then certainly the first notable example of J.J. Abrams' mystery box storytelling, where he plops you into the middle of a story, not knowing how you got there or what is going to happen afterwards. The show or the episode? The show. Yeah. Well, he did Alias, right? Didn't that? I never watched it, but. Neither did I. I didn't realize I that think was a this, thing of his. This show does have a lot of that stuff, but all, not all of it. Because when I was like thinking about the big mysteries that the show had, a lot of the answers to it, I was like, these were not what they were thinking about when they first started. Yes. Like, the island being magical, and then also the electromagnetic stuff. Like, the reason it can heal Locke is because it chose him to be a leader, somehow. Like, a lot of the answers were just, like, magic. So, the island knows. The island has a magic core that you have to stop with a cork or it will destroy the world. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you remember the wheel? The frozen wheel? Yeah, I remember the wheel. That could, like, skip you through time? I purposefully forgot a lot of stuff. And remember the pendulum that had that cool lady who was Faraday's mom? Like I said, I I purposefully forgot a lot of stuff. Remember how ridiculous (laughs) Michael's actor must have felt when he was like, okay, so I signed up for this weird tropical island survivor show, and now I'm in a parka in a frozen chamber deep underground trying to stop a magic wheel from turning. Michael? Did he no, say no. Michael? Yeah, wasn't it Michael? No. I thought it was the creepy ben. guy Michael? Ben, ben that was his Locke. name. His, the actor's name, name is Michael. Michael Emerson. That's it. Oh, there you go. So many wow, characters. Mac. Wow. Anywho, what are the rest of your notes, Mac? Are you done? That is about it. Okay, Carrie. Um, we talked about pretty much everything on my notes, except that I don't think it was a good idea to put the Matryoshka dolls in water because water warps wood. Yeah, that's why he had to stomp it to get it out. Also, he he smashed it. He should have had to stomp in the doll. He should have had to stomp the first doll, not the the last doll. The last doll would have been the most protected. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. 
My big problem was just that he kept it in the Matryoshka doll. Although I guess if you're putting it in a toilet tank, you want to keep it, keep it yeah. tight. Also, it's like the larger something is, the um easier it is to know where it is. The larger, the smaller something is, the the easier it is to lose it. Carrie, I okay. just am now thinking that I disagree with you. Because he might know that the water would warp the wood, but it's got to get through, what, four or five layers of wood. So maybe he was hoping they would protect the diamonds from the toilet water. I don't know. Knowing that he could smash the dolls to get it. I mean, the diamonds would have been fine regardless, but it's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a good idea to put it in water. Okay. Those are, I mean, everything else we talked about. I mean, the important thing, the the most important thing that he was trying to preserve is effectively waterproof, so I don't think he cared about a wooden doll. Yeah. It did make it hard to be sneaky. Why did the billionaire put it in a matriosha? He could have just had diamonds in his safe. Maybe it yeah. had sentimental value. Well, not It had anymore. to be more visible for us as the viewer. Yeah. It had to be J.J. Abrams' fucking mystery box. Itself. Okay, Maddie, what are your notes? Um, We went over a lot of it. Um, I said, ooh, clues. And I love Hurley. He's mad at Sawyer for messing up the crime scene. He's like pouring (laughs) out the water. And he's like, that could be poison. (laughs) Um, And I said, their eyes got to be so dry. Because they had their eyes open for hours Uh, without blinking. Yeah, that would be so painful. Maybe they would rather die. Because their corneas would be so dry and cracked, they wouldn't be able to ever see again. Yeah. Right. Yikes. Ugh, um, and they said, I really want to get lost again. Because Katie and I would call it, let's go get lost. Let's go get lost. <laughs> um, I said they definitely foreshadowed with the bugs and arsed. And mm-hmm. I'd be so worried about the diamonds dropping in the sand. They're like a, a handful of tiny little diamonds. And then I guess it didn't really matter because they threw them all in the sand anyway. But yeah. Um, And I had a thought. I wonder if Jack had been around because Jack was noticeably absent from this uh, episode, except for when he made his speech that was already seen before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if he'd been around, if, if he'd been able to tell if they were dead or not, because there are things that doctors have to do to like pronounce people dead. I I don't know exactly what all of them are, but I wonder if any of them would have, you know, elicited a response from them. Interesting. I wonder because- Even Arts probably could have saved them. Well, because isn't one of the things like their heart still beats, but only like once a minute or something, like they're yeah. just paralyzed. Also, if your heart beats once a minute, you're probably going to die anyways. I made this point before, but I just would like to make it again. This would not happen. You could have brain (laughs) damage. Yeah, they'd have anoxic brain injury. They would die. It would not be good for them. But Jack could have at least told told that they weren't totally dead. Yeah. That would have been actually more horrible. Because what if they came back and then they had brain damage and then they don't have the facilities on the island to take care of them? Yeah. I mean, 
I think if Jack had been there and said that they weren't dead, they would have woken up and been fine because it's magic. But oh, uh, I forgot about the island magic. I forgot about the magic, Katie. You fool. Um, well, the island didn't heal everyone because not everyone deserved it. So that's maybe true. Only I don't Paolo think they deserved it. <laughs> they were pretty bad people. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, that was all my notes. Uh, all right, Katie, back to you. What's your uh, or I guess PBS first? Okay, so the PBS is thirteen men and six women and one dog. Okay, disappointing. And not everyone technically had names in this or was named, but it's because it's a weekly television show that they didn't say them and i obviously knew everyone's name because i've watched the show but like i don't think we ever heard Locke's name or ben or julia i think you did hear desmond and arts and ethan i totally forgot about ethan Ugh. yeah <laughs> what a spooky boy that was a bit of a shock to see him show up again but yeah so Boo. this show did have a did definitely have a gender problem because it was like in terms of the main characters, I think there was what Kate and Claire maybe, and Son. Kate, Claire, and Son were yeah. kind of the only female. Yeah, main. I mean Shannon, kind of. Oh yeah, Shannon. Shannon. In the beginning. Who was but the she was uh, dead by this point? Who was the lady that Sh- uh, Sawyer wound up with? That was Juliet. Juliet. So yeah. she was like one of the newer women to come in, because she was like the childbirth. They were trying to figure out why the island wouldn't allow babies to be born or something. Like, she was a doctor brought in for... Ah. Do you remember that? Anyway. <laughs> let's do stars and stabs. Yeah, Katie. I think, as a mystery, I'm going to give it a six. Or no, I'm going to give it... No, a six. Because they did figure out why this happened and kind of who even though it was only nikki and not both nikki and paolo you know what i'm actually gonna give it a seven i changed my mind because just because they didn't solve it doesn't mean that the stuff clues weren't there um i find it weird that there were actually no spider bites on their body but whatever and then for stars i'm gonna give it an eight because i really liked this episode when it came out because I like to see what other people are up to. Like I always find those outlier episodes of TV shows interesting only when there's like 22 episodes a season, you know, if there's like a six episode season, maybe not, Hmm. but I'm also known to have a lot of lost opinions that no one else shares. So that's one of them is that I liked (laughs) the episode. That's all All right. Mackenzie. Eight stars, five stabs. All right. Yeah. Kara? Um, I'm also going to go with five stabs, but I'm going to go with four stars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hater. Um, I hate the spiders. I, I hate that they're buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you'll think about it forever. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Hence the four stars. Yeah. Okay, Maddie, um, what are yours? I would say, I think six stabs and 7.5 stars i i liked the episode i liked 
it in the context of the show, and I thought it was good mystery content within a very large mystery content show. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, so, thank you for listening to Mostly Murder But Sometimes Not. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mostly Murder Pod, and you can email us at Mostly Murder But Sometimes Not at gmail.com, and you can go to our website, Mostly Murder But Sometimes Not.com. And if you would like to follow along with our next adventure into the mysterious mysteries of the universe um Mm -hmm. our next piece of uh media is the last of sheila which is a movie i'm googling 1973 uh yeah it's a movie yeah well thank you um i'm glad that we've done this and now it's done yeah we have to go back we have to go back i'm staying here Razzle dazzle, everyone. No! <laughs> I forget how the end goes. I know, like, I think the end is just like. No, no, no. It's like. Bah! Bah! Yeah. Bah! Yeah.